to the 30th episode of the NL Feast podcast, your favorite podcast about your favorite division in baseball. My name is Sam Clark, and with me as always, the sleeping bag to my tent, Brandon Gross. <laughs> I thought you were going to do, because I know not to not to peek behind the curtain, but I know mm-hmm. that you're doing an NBA draft right now. I thought you were going to be like... My Kyrie Irving to my bench, <laughs> or I don't know, something like that. All right, but, uh, all right. You look at you flexing your basketball knowledge. I just Brandon. know, I just know he's not playing because he's an anti-vaxer, right? Hmm. Yes. Well, actually, according to him, he's not an anti-vaxer. He's an anti-mandate. He he's not saying he doesn't mm. believe in the vaccine. He's saying he doesn't believe in forcing everybody to take it, um, which is uh, seemingly a walk back of his original take. Uh, it's pretty interesting stuff though because it's kind of they're kind of in a holdout now. It doesn't nobody knows if he's going to be playing and starting for them. They're just like told him that he can't show up to any practices or any team events, and they're just like uh, kind of sitting on their hands. You know, it works out. Was he the same basketball player that said the Earth's flat? Was that him? Yes, he was. A, he was a flat earther. Yes, and that was playful and fun when it happened. And now it's not so much. See, here's my but, thing. Does he have a Facebook page? Because normally people hmm. who believe those things, I think, would have Facebook pages, right? Yes, you'd think their misinformation comes from social media. Mm-hmm. Um, no, but he is very active on Instagram, which I think there's still just as much. Just as much nonsense on Instagram as there is anywhere else. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. That's true. He, so. he just follows pages that's like, the truthers. <laughs> yeah, exactly. He's following like truth hunters or mm-hmm. I don't know what the bullshit it is. Speaking of like, uh, we could bring this a little baseball early, but did you see the Blake Trinan, I think San Francisco Chronicles article that came out about him? No, I mean, I know about him, so I know probably what it's about, but I did not see this specific article. He had an article. It was oh, the SF Gate, excuse me, um, not the San Francisco Chronicles. Um, but there was an article that came out about him about some of the things that he's been liking on social media and his like uh, his Instagram bio is like pretty fucking cringeworthy. Um, it said like it's a bunch of right wing, like beyond right wing. Like this is extremist views pretty much. Yeah. Um, but yeah, he likes he's like super into some dude that says homosexuality is a cover-up for an evangelist. Like, mm. a bunch of really crazy <laughs> shit he's saying. I'm trying to slowly... Well, like, I uh, saw... Oh. What? What, what did no, you no, say? No, no, This is just one great quote from, like, the main weird dude that he follows, and it's a quote about going to the January 6th insurrectionist rally. Yeah. Because, um, of course, uh, he said, the Lord gathered a crowd around us. It was like the children of Israel backed up against the Red Sea, he said. I commanded the Red Sea to divide, and when I commanded to divide, which I'm talking about the Republican Party now, that's when everything in D.C. went crazy, he said. <sighs> I know. So this he is just compare himself to Israelites. To. I take that's anti-Semitic. I take the, I, take offense. To that. <laughs> I love that kid. Yeah, Brandon. This is a guy that's seemingly uncancelable, though. If I'm being honest with you, yeah, it I doesn't don't seem think... like anything we do is going to take him. To, how would that man get canceled? You know, how do you how do you cancel Dan Bongino? You know, that's, that's like great, someone like Dan that. Like Bongino. how do you know? Yeah, <laughs> how do you how do you cancel someone like that? I don't know. You'd hope that they would cancel themselves, but it just. I mean, I think the no. I was going to say, I think there would have to be like credible like illegal acts or like some sort of sex crimes or some violent act, like something like that. But it, there's no way that the people that follow them wouldn't just immediately buy into it being bullshit. Like, you know what I mean? They were just like, assume it was quote fake news. Mm-hmm. I actually, so, I, I, don't know. I fell down a rabbit hole of, of reading about Ben Shapiro this week. Oh, okay. I was like, well, uh Oh, let's, let's make this a healthy rabbit hole brand. I was, I was reading up on, on, on BS as I call him Ben Shapiro. Okay. Nice. And, um, he, because he's from L.A., 
So yes. and yes. I know, he, but he like I he he posted. I remember recently, not recently, probably a year or so ago, on next door, like. Hey, where's a good place to get my dog what? groomed? Really? Yeah, because he lived in like Studio City, close to me. That's nuts. Here. And uh, That's I remember nuts. that was the thing, and everyone was like, "Is this the same freaking guy?" Because he did. He, I think his offices were like in the valley somewhere, and he's from. Oh my god, the That's general just... area. But I think he relocated to South Florida, and oh, okay. I think his business is also partially in Nashville. As well, yeah. so uh, okay, that's you know. that's frustrating. It's really weird to me when those like super alt right D or super conservative people also like live in Los Angeles or New York City. It's like weird, you, right? It's very strange. It makes me wonder if it's all like an act. I don't think Ben Shapiro. It's all an act, but like some of the Fox News people that live here because they're broad, like they have to know what they're doing is a little bit of bullshit. You'd imagine, right? Oh, a hundred percent. I mean, Tucker Carlson admitted that recently. What is this podcast now? What are we doing? By the way, <laughs> baseball. There's only four teams left in baseball contention, and yeah. we're losing our brains. Just talking about Republican to... pundits. <laughs> but Tucker Carlson's vaxxed, Brandon, and he goes on his show and he's talking all this smack about the vaccine. Um, what's up with you, though? What's you said you went on a little uh, little mini vacay this week, huh? Uh, well, I you know I stopped by in in a town called Ohio. I don't know if you heard. If you know Ojai, but Ojai is basically a lot of people, honestly, like, cause I played softball on Sunday and I mentioned this to my teammates and nice. they're like, what's Ojai? And it's only like an hour and a half from, from where I live in, in, in the Valley of LA. And what's your, and what's your address again? For, for oh, my, uh, my address is, <laughs> is, uh, 600 Pennsylvania Avenue. Is it 600? <laughs> is, is it Penn 600 Pennsylvania uh, Avenue? 600, 1600? 1600, right? Is that what it is? What's the number? I don't know. I don't know. I've been having, it's been a long time since I wrote a letter to the White House. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so I, I went to Ohio, and it's like a weird, like hippie town. Mm, and okay. uh, they had it was actually the their centennial, so it was the hundredth anniversary of the town there. So they had this thing in the Ooh. park, and I thought it was a, a nice little uh, farmers market sort of dealio. Okay, um, right. but it wasn't. It was just like people being like, "I'm a boater, and this, and <laughs> I'm advertising, I'm advertising my boat company. Come ride on my boat." Like it was not. There's no food. Weird. There's no cute flowers. And then there was like the, it's also like an old like kind of hippie town. Yeah, so there's an okay. old woman with gray hair getting Reiki, which is like the, if you don't know Reiki, that's like no. from what I understand, this is a very you know novice view of it. Uh, not that I think it's legit or anything, but I think it's basically people like not touching you, but then like feeling your aura and massaging it. Oh, so the woman's wild. sitting there. Okay. But the funniest part was there was someone in the park, uh, uh, a cover singer. And she was singing that song X's and O's. Remember that song? From oh my a few God! Years ago? Yes, you you know who that that that's uh, Rob Schneider's daughter. daughter. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Um, so uh, she was the what was uh, she was doing a cover, belting it out in the park with the boaters and all the other you know commerce, <laughs> okay. local <laughs> commerce, local uh, uh, you know Better Business Bureau folks there. Um, okay, and then this okay. woman was just getting Reiki as. But she's just singing X's and ho, ho, ho. Like, and I was like, "How can you find peace when that's happening?" So that <laughs> this is the most surreal moment. There's like moments in life where you have to take a step back and be like, "How did I end up here? And why is this happening?" And that has to be one of those moments for you. Oh, absolutely. But also, I was more thinking about that one. I was like, "How are you finding inner peace right now?" While some twenty year old wannabe singers belting out a cover song <laughs> yeah truly yeah uh, any negative energy coming off of her could have only been associated to the song that she was covering and nothing else i think right <laughs> of course obviously um what um, about you how are you doing what did i do this weekend um i might save no i won't save this i'll come up with a different story um so uh, the dolphin season is over brandon I don't know. I know. I, I heard that the jaguars beat the dolphins is this correct news yes uh, uh, as the as the clock cl uh c 
clicked. <laughs> as, ticked, the clock as the ticked. clock Jeez, clicked midnight. <laughs> um, went down to zero as the play, as everything went down, the Jaguars kicked a game winning field goal with a, with a kicker who had never kicked a 50 yard or longer field goal successfully in any game, college or NFL up until that point. And he, and he kicked two in the in the fourth quarter. Um, some really questionable play calling going on. Some really questionable coaching decisions. Um, Tua looked really good, or like oh, he was back uh, this week, right? He was injured. He's back. His broken mm-hmm. ribs were uh, healed. Uh, well, not entirely, but enough to play. Um, and yeah, it was just. Also, the game was started at nine thirty in the morning Eastern time because they were they were playing in London. So like my di- my whole day was ruined by noon. Like <laughs> it was it was a, a well, clobbering. I'll, I'll ask you. It sounds like it was a close game. If the Dolphins yes. had squeaked it out, would you have felt that good because they squeaked it out against the Jaguars? Like you would have felt better, think, but would you have felt you know totally fulfilled? A, I get what you're saying. Yeah, it would have been marginally better, but it would have definitely been better than what I'm feeling right now. Also, it would have kept us in. Like we could have convinced ourselves that we could still go to the playoffs. There's no way we're going to the playoffs now. And it's like I did this with both the Marlins and the Dolphins this year. Where I was like. I talked myself into these teams being like maybe not like championship contenders by any means, but like enough to have a fun season where we win games and we can maybe sneak into the playoffs and then have a little fun. No, not a chance. Marlins were sellers at the deadline. The Dolphins are one and five in the first six games. Like, oh, Brandon, what is? It's, why do we just? Why do we do this to ourselves? <laughs> there's that's why I'm a one sport guy. You know, can't nice. get hurt all year round. <laughs> I, that's what I'm um, saying, dude. There's a f- there's a big divide right now between West Florida and East mm-hmm. Florida where the west the teams on the west coast are absolutely dealing and the teams on the east coast are total garbage. I don't know about the Panthers. I don't know what's going on with the Panthers. So the Panthers are but... Miami's best team right okay. now. Well, I guess you could argue that the Heat are Miami be- Miami's best okay, team. Okay, so I, um, I'm not totally right with what I'm saying, but No, but you're in the right. You're in the general vicinity. Like you're mm-hmm. not wrong. I guess um, the west coast ones are championship teams and the ones on the east yes. coast. Yes. So that's the other thing is I'm like best all my best friends are Tampa friends like people so they're like the Rays had a disappointing exit obviously but like were a fun cool team to root for up until they they were kicked out the Lightning have won a Stanley Cup and the Bucks have won a uh, like last year the Bucks won a Super Bowl the Lightning won a Stanley Cup and the Rays made it to the made it to the World Series and like. I have not even tasted a little bit of like I'm not a Heat fan, so I don't get like I don't get the fun of being a Heat. Like, ugh, it's just it's torture, Brandon. And the Magic are, I think, by Vegas odds, the second worst team in the league. I think they're projected to have the second worst record, so that'll be fun. (laughs) (laughs) You you know what? You're gonna be you're gonna be in hog heaven with the amount of prospects and drafted players within the next year for between the Marlins and Dolphins and Magic. Hog heaven with your with your draftees and uh, so and get this guys. though the Dolphins traded their first round pick. Oh this year. yeah, <laughs> that's so right. So we don't even get that. like the fruits of our of our like mediocrity. Like who did they trade? What was that trade about? <sighs> so they traded up. We traded down from three to twelve and traded up from twelve to six. I believe is what it was or five to get Jalen Waddle, who by all accounts mm-hmm. is a great wide receiver, very exciting, fast dude. Um, not worth a potential top five pick, though, if this season goes as it's as it's projected to right now. Now, maybe we'll turn it around. Maybe Tua will be able to like uh, put the team on his back a little bit. But I don't know, Brandon. I'm I'm remaining cautiously pessimistic right now. Incredibly pessimistic, as opposed to my optimism I came into the season with. You know, when are the Dolphins going to get tagged with the curse of the Marino? It's Whoa, like Bambino? Huh? Okay, I don't think that. I think you're onto something, dude. 
right? Because they've not. When's the wait? Did they even win with Marino or no? It was was no? It, they never. They it never was won. the it was the Shula years, right? The Shula years, yeah. yeah. And also, like, but we also are the the only undefeated NFL team in NFL history. So that's as long good. As the Cardinals lose soon, they'll be popping some champagne sometime. You know, like twenty years before I was born. <laughs> Uh, uh, I'm, hey, I'm with Brandon. you, man. I'm with you. I've never seen a team. I mean, I, we both saw the team we went to college and Ruth yes. for. We both saw them win yes. a championship. It's not the same, though. No, it's not. And also, like, I don't know. I'm not a huge college guy. So, like, mm-hmm. it really wasn't that exciting for me. I, I just... I it thought was, it was cool, but it wasn't, yeah. yeah. Maybe, maybe... I'm downplaying it. It was obviously a, a, a great moment. Like, not a lot of people can say that they went to college during Statistically very season, rare, yeah. Like, yeah, but, like... Oh, but Brandon, I got something that'll cheer you up. I wrote a joke today. I'm back on my joke grind. I wrote okay. a joke. Are you ready for it? It's not the one that you told me with the butter, right? No, but did okay. I tell the one on the podcast? You did. Okay. All right. Okay. No, this is a different one. But I just want to tell not... you. I just wanted to <laughs> yeah, throw it out be- there in case it was. <laughs> <laughs> no, not much better, frankly. Okay. But okay. are you okay? What do you call a redneck Wonder Woman? I don't know. What do you call? Y'all Godot. Uh, <laughs> pretty good brandon right pretty good pretty so good what are you doing are you hitting the stages what's happening here yeah there i I told uh brandon i was like i'm gonna go to an open mic and i'm gonna say my y'all godot joke and then say all right i'm gonna give the rest of my time back to the room and get <laughs> um that's so, so yeah funny. i'm back baby i'm back all right brandon any more nonsense before we try to get into the baseball i'm also you know what actually let's hold off let's hold off i need your help brandon so as you as you said at the top of the show I'm in the middle of a fantasy basketball draft. The NBA mm-hmm. season starts tomorrow. We're, we're recording on Monday at 8, 9.30 p.m. Eastern time. Um, about to be on the clock. I got picks 130 and picks 135. Mm-hmm. Um, and we're getting late into this. Where it's like one of those things. I, don't, I know you haven't done a lot of fantasy, but like there's a point where the ESPN uh, rankings, which is based on average draft projection, mm-hmm. um, is different than like with the consensus pro ranking. And that's kind of where I'm at right now. So I was wondering if I could get a little help. I'm kind of leaning toward Patrick Williams. Former FSU um, player, and I think that's who I'm going to pick. But it'll piss off my friend Chris. So I think Chris wants that. him. Well, Chris loves Chris loves FSU basketball. Like it's it's his favorite thing, and this will make him upset. So. Oh yeah, piss him off. You got to start the beef right. early. <laughs> he already screwed. He screwed me over because he's picking right in front of me. So he drafted somebody I wanted before I got him. So you know what? This is called revenge, Brandon. Sweet, sweet revenge. It also fills positional need for me. Oh, all right, Brandon. Do it. I did it. All right. All right. How you feeling? Should we get into the show? Hey, let's do it. We talk baseball also, not just Republicans, football and basketball. <laughs> we really covered all the sports. No, we talked a little bit of Rays. We talked a little Blake Trinan at the top, too. A little yeah, bit. Right? Yeah. So, you know. That's how we started with the Republicans. That's how we started with the Republicans. But okay, Brandon. Honestly, normally I do a little bit of a rundown as to what to expect, but... We're not really talking about much, Brandon, other than the Braves and Dodgers series. The Braves have kind of shocked all of baseball world and come out to a quick 2-0 lead with two walk-off home run, or not home runs, but two walk-offs in the bottom of the ninth in front of the uh, the wonderful Atlanta crowd. There's been some standout performances on both sides of the of the plate. What's the, what am I saying here, Brandon? Yeah, both there's been uh, both, uh, teams? Yeah, both sides of the ball, I think, is the yeah, expression, right? Yeah. Um, and it's been a, it's been a fun ride so far. I, I was wondering what, what how are you feeling? Are, if you're a Braves fan, are you uh, where's your head at right now? If you're a Braves fan, you have to be ecstatic. I think. I mean, I know I probably I don't think scared, but probably hesitant because uh, I know they have not performed well in Atlanta. I think they've mm-hmm. lost like eleven of their last thirteen games there, or something like that. Don't quote me on that. Something something in that ballpark. Um, but I think you have to feel really great about it. I mean, they're 
I, I think when, when we came into this and we were talking about it, the pitching is what was going to tip the Braves one way or the other. And their pitching has been phenomenal. Their bullpen has yeah. been phenomenal. I mean, like Will Smith, Luke Jackson, um, Matzik even. I know Matzik gave mm-hmm. up two runs. I was probably more on a Guillermo uh, Heredia misjudge out there. Yes. He gave up two runs. But aside from that, like bullpen's been phenomenal. Starting pitching has been phenomenal. Um, and I think what's interesting to me is the Braves have run a more Snickers run like a more traditional management of the pitchers than Dave Roberts, and it's yes. proved uh, it's proved beneficial for them. So yeah, have you see, have you seen any of that? Like, what do you think about that? So I think the thing that uh, that you you touched on the most that I think has been kind of shocking because I know we talked about this on last week's episode, but the Braves' biggest complaint from all the people I follow on Twitter and Braves World, and as much as I try to pay attention, it was their bullpen. And it's wild that it's seemingly been one of the strengths of them. Because, like, Ian Anderson gave up, uh, like, a first-inning home run to Corey Seager. Like, their their starters haven't been on fire. Um, but our boy shouted him out last week. Tyler Matzik still dealing, dude. Um, and Will Smith has been surprisingly good. I mean, he's been lucky. I don't. Did you see that uh, Trey Turner almost homer? Homer in 29 of 30 stadiums except for Truist Park. Oh, yeah. Uh, in, it was in the ninth, wasn't it? Yeah. 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 And they caught so, it like right at the wall. Yeah. Like up against the wall, like uh, pr- practically robbing it. Um, so they've got a little luck. But yeah, dude, they're they're doing everything they need to do. Eddie Rosario has been shockingly great. They've had they've had re- some really good defensive plays, I've thought, too. Like, yeah, you're you're winning in walk off fashion. You're winning like at the last possible opportunity. But I don't think that means that. I don't think that takes away from the team. There's been some great defensive plays. Rosario himself has had some really good rundowns in the outfield. Albies has been a lot of fun to watch. He's been uh, scoring the game-winning run once. He like Dansby Swanson has had a couple good plays. Like Peter yeah. Peter Jack Peterson just continued. I mean, he had a dude a what is two-run homer, right? Or was it three-run homer? Yeah, two-run homer. The pearl necklace continues homer. to rain terror down on all of the uh, continues. All of right yeah, <laughs> uh, I mean him him former Dodger uh, him and Kike just absolutely demolishing the championship dude, series. Very strange to watch that happen. I mean, I'm not complaining obviously, but very strange to watch that happen. Um, and the Dodgers have just had not been clutch. Like they've 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 mm-hmm. had a couple moments where like. You'd expect them to do good. I mean that. Uh, I think it was Rosario that got sent home on from when he's rounding third, like that gutsy call with the insane slide. And there's Jock like trying to get him to go down, like just. A, I think it was just that a, Albies. Maybe an Albies. I think Albies was the was the walk off. I'm trying to think who it was. That, so no, it was Rosario who was when Rosario? He, he like beat the throw out uh, from third base. Oh, okay. You know yeah, what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So yes, because I know you're talking about last night's game, right? The Sunday night game. Yes, yes, I'm talking about that one. Yeah, because I know that was Rosario got a single. I think he advanced on a fly ball. Albies got a single, drove him in. Is that what you're talking yes. about? And then when he squared yes. it, then Austin Riley got a double, and then they tied the game, right? Yes, exactly. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Um, which And it's also been great baseball games. Like, they're going back and forth. They're doing their – like, it's just been phenomenal. We've been lucky. I mean, they've been kind of low scoring, um, which yeah. is, you know, not, not great. They're not hitting two grand slams like in the Red Sox-Astro series, um, which you saw – Schwarber had another one today, That's Brandon. Third grand slam for the Red Sox. I yeah, know, Schwarber. Dude. Hey, What's Kyle Schwarber. Record? What do you think the record is? For grand slams hit in one series, one playoff series? Yes. What do I think the record? I mean, do they have it now? I feel like that's rare enough, honestly. I feel like the Bleacher Report notification would have told me, right? Hold on. Let's see. Nope. I got TikTok's plan. Sorry, Brandon. Um, Doesn't say. It says Boston's. All caps, third Grand Slam of the ALCS gets Fenway rocking with a 6-0 lead over the Astros in the second. So that's kind of impressive. Yeah, I think the Sox are going to definitely advance to the World Series. 
that sucks. I like <laughs> that sucks. I uh, listened to Bill Simmons podcast and he's like, I didn't talk about baseball for 162 games. And now all of a sudden he's talking like he's been the biggest Red Sox fan this entire time. Very frustrating, Brandon. Very frustrating. Well, I mean, Sox or Astros, though. Yeah, I guess I kind of like the Astros leaning into the leaning into the the shittiness, though. Like I'm fine with that. And Dusty Baker, man. You so. love Dusty Baker. You're a Dusty Baker guy. He's got the toothpick, dude. He's, he's flipping a, it in his he, mouth. He's almost choking, but he never does. He's old school, baby. He's old school. He's um, old school. Like the Correa pimp job after that homer was phenomenal. You saw oh, that? the watch. Yeah, the yeah. watch. And then like throws the bat, looks at the watch. You know what I thought he was doing was I thought, and this is, I'm surprised you haven't seen this yet. I thought he was discarding the protective uh, like equipment on him. You know what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. when they go to the, the rack. Like, oh, yeah. I thought he was like throwing that stuff away. And I was like, oh man, that's the absolute swagger. I'll say this though. You know who the original watch guy was, as far as I know, hmm. Hmm. one Todd Frazier, when he used to round second base after he hit a home run, he would look at his watch. And then when they asked him why he said, because it was a bad time to throw that pitch. <laughs> oh my god, I haven't heard that Todd Frazier quote before, but I I, I do like me some Todd Frazier. He's he's pretty harmless in my. That opinion. guy really just like uh, his personality just pushed him to like last two years in the majors. Like he <laughs> exactly. really, they really were like guess we got to sign him. His personality's too good. It's like Neil Walker, who was a Curtis Granderson. Like there were those like journeyman dudes that went through both of our teams there for a while. So that was mm-hmm. kind of Neil Walker getting like a no, it was, maybe it was Granderson got like a standing ovation when I went and saw the Marlins play there. To, like two or three years ago dude curtis is the man he's y'all see, love him love curtis did have you seen him do the tbs uh post game shows with jimmy rollins and uh and pedro no is he good i think he's great yeah he's like i mean he's, he's always spoke really well but i but yeah i think he has a future doing that i think that could be his next career because he's who's your favorite player turned broadcaster and why is it alex rodriguez <laughs> <laughs> dude can't get enough of a rod oh my god he's genius i don't think he's biased at all um i think well i i actually i am actually uh it's favoritism but i do think ron okay. darling who does do TV, the tbs broadcast i think yes. he's phenomenal okay um, that's a good answer. So I think Ron Darling, also because he's not like crotchety for like, he is with some things, but he's not really like crotchety like Smoltz and A-Rod and Absolutely. Keith Hernandez are. I'm, um, I'm leaning towards, and I know I'm going out of the uh, I'm going out of the sport again, but I think I'm going with the Charles Barkley. I think he's the funniest. Oh, that's fun. Oh, the funniest. That's different. You said funniest? Oh, I guess that's, I guess that's true. I was, I guess I was judging it on an entertainment basis, frankly. I was judging mm-hmm. it based on like, are they good at their... Because Barkley's not giving you a good break, like analysis breakdown. <laughs> He's just yeah. being a fucking goober on being TV, a goob, which is yeah. fun. Um, so who's their... Well, then I guess A-Rod's the answer for biggest goober in baseball, right? Biggest goober. Not funny, though. He's infuriating. No, no he's you pretty know, cringy. You know who was funny? They had Pete Rose doing uh, the post game in like 2015, 2016. You remember you that? You and I talked about this like way back when. But yeah, yeah. dude, that's just... that. We need to bring that guy back. You were You had no idea what he was going to say ever absolutely no clue what was going to come out of that Matt no Pants. clue and i think they fired him after some bad thing he did, he did something <laughs> probably yeah probably said a racial slur some shit i think so drunk. i, I think yeah that, but, uh but uh, yeah it was like him frank thomas and just like <laughs> what a squad they had dude, i like there. frank thomas too that's a good like uh baseball uh post have you, post career have you seen frank thomas's boner commercials though dude have i please <laughs> he sold me on the product himself <laughs> they just pull up a box of <laughs> Yeah, it's not Roman though. It's called like it's, it's like not. It's like a juice or something like very like. Mm. It's like in a can and it's like a five minute infomercial, 
and you it's just like, pour it in your protein shakes in the morning. What's well, for like hard working? <laughs> pretty much, because it is like he's like he's like I go to the gym and I got energy, and also the ladies like it too. But he's not referring to like the muscles; he's referring to his wiener. I don't know how yeah. they. I don't know yeah, how we they. See you, Frank. We yeah, see you, Frank. We see that wiener bulging out, Frank. The, the Roman commercials are the weirdest because I don't know if you've like watched any of them off of mute, but it's like a, a father son tandem. Oh yeah, which is like. I love my dad. He's listening right now. He gives us the best shout outs on Twitter, but like at 9 a.m. release day. Love that man. Don't want to start a boner pill uh, company with him. I'll tell you what, <laughs> that's not my number one priority list. Well, my favorite is the dad looks like a deadhead. Like he looks like he just yes. like smoked a doobie with, with yeah. uh, Jerry Garcia. Uh-huh. And like the kids just like, yeah, like uh, he's like a kind of like a good looking like built guy, and he's just like, yeah, like yeah you know, it's, I wanted to tell my partner that it's not because I didn't love her, and then tag someone, <laughs> and he's like, yeah, dude, you don't want to <laughs> tell her that you don't gotta love her. <laughs> oh like, my oh, god, okay. it's so funny. I um, what was I gonna say? Yeah, those those commercials are weird. Also, like, how much longer, Brandon, until we get sponsored by MeUndies? When do we get a? Uh, yeah, the, what what is the, what's going on? What's the? There's got to be a Hollywood conspiracy theory where it's like. Uh, you got to reach a certain level of fame. You got to go to the right eyes wide shut party to <laughs> to be sponsored by MeUndies. And when's it, when's it going to happen, Hollywood? What's the what's the like the kind of grossly? Uh, I'm I can't believe I'm googling this right now. Um, uh, oh, for male grooming, you know Rome, what I'm talking about? Isn't that also Roman? No, it's such a dumb name. It's like oh. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna googling it right now. It's just like the sponsor of every podcast, the Lawnmower 3.0 is what it's called. Manscaped, Manscaped. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. A yeah. lot of Manscaped ads too. I can't believe I just googled ball hair trimmer. My my search results are ruined for the rest of my life. <laughs> Good lord. Miranda's like, what is this? <laughs> I know I should be offended by that, but <laughs> yeah, she's it sounds. Well, she's gonna fight me. What do you mean? Yeah, she's like, I like I like that ball hair long. <laughs> Yeah, keep it nice and long. Okay, yeah, my parents if they didn't sorry, tune out when sorry. I, you know, I suggested. You can edit it out. <laughs> I'll edit it out. No, I won't, Brandon, because you know me. I'm getting lazy with the editing, baby. We're keeping it all in. You know what episode I'm gonna I was like, oh, I'll be doing a lot of editing, but now I'm realizing what we're not gonna be doing is the power hour at the end of the season. Oh yeah. Are we doing that? What's going on? So yeah, I guess we might as well tell our listeners, um, that Brandon and I will be doing a celebratory end of the end. Oh my god, I almost said NBA MLB season um, college drinking game from back in the days. Now, obviously, neither of us condone binge drinking. I, I honestly, I think in the entire time that we hung out in Los Angeles, Brandon, I probably saw you consume like a total of ten beers in a year and a half. So this will be a this will be a fun moment for me. Um, but we're gonna be doing. Yeah, why did I bring this up? Oh, editing. Um, yes. I, it's but the the game involves um, taking a shot of beer. A pretty harmless activity uh, on its own, but when you do it for an hour, uh, it, it'll lead to Brandon and Sam talking about out of God knows what. But I'm not going to be able to edit that because every because it's so based on the time, like the the amount of time. Like you know what I'm saying? I feel like I'm not explaining this properly. But like because everything is sixty it's sixty seconds, and there's sixty second increments during the entire podcast, mm-hmm. that there's no way I can edit anything out. You know what I'm saying? I mean, I guess I could bleep stuff, but I can't remove things because it takes so it it takes past. We got to think seconds. this one through. I don't even so, know. I don't even know how this works. So all of the all of the awful takes Brandon has. All, what all the of, fuck? 
Why me? <laughs> no, because I'm perfect, Brandon. I've never had a, had anything edited out you of this You know what? I'll before. say it. I like Ben Shapiro, all right? <laughs> <laughs> Brandon, yeah, the, the 43rd minute into the power yeah. hour. <laughs> um, but I've talked to some some of our, our, our friends. I think we're going to get them to play along. They wanted to have some uh, an ability to call into the show, and I'm remembering that now, <laughs> and I don't know how we're going to we be able to do that. we got to figure out how this works. <laughs> so, yeah, people forget that we're bad at our job. Um mm-hmm. So, and our, I mean, I guess this isn't our job. This is our hobby, brand. I'm bad at my job, too. It's okay. You're bad at your job, too. I, uh, <laughs> I'm i pretty... Uh, no, I'd say I'm a middle of the road. I'm, I'm inoffensive. Mm-hmm. Par- uh, did I Have I said my job title officially? I don't think so. Whatever. Uh, yeah, we said... Yeah, we mentioned it. We've alluded know. enough to it. Um, but speaking of hobbies, Brandon, I bought my most expensive baseball card to date uh, this week. Mm-hmm. Aubrey Huff? <laughs> yeah, I yeah, I got Aubrey Huff to write MAGA on a napkin and send it to me in the mail. <laughs> has um, his stats. He wrote his stats in the back. Uh, no, I uh, I got... Okay, well, well, why don't you guess? I'll give you a hint. I made a bet about him at the beginning of the season. All right. Okay. So I made a bet about him at the beginning of the season. Remember all of the bad bets that I made? None of them, which Did happened. Did you get... Uh, I don't think it would be expensive, though. I was going to say six, though, Sanchez, but I no. don't think that would be expensive. Um, you could get... So that's the thing about baseball cards. You can get... If we looked hard enough, I bet we could find like a four hundred dollars six dollar card. You know what I mean? Who the hell would pay for that? He would. He would buy it himself. <laughs> not me. That's for sure. Yeah. Um, no, uh, it's not six dollar. No, it's not a Marlin. I'll give you that. It's not okay. a Marlin. Is it... Um... Is hmm. it? Oh God! What's the guy you in the Astros this. that you like? It's not Jordan Alvarez. Not Jordan Alvarez. No, but I did buy a Jordan Alvarez rookie card, ungraded at like a that random card shop that I found in Vermont. Oh yes, you told me that. Okay, yes. Jack Flaherty. Not Jack Flaherty. I forgot I did put that. There's no. I'll just tell you. I'm not going to make you guess. There's only so much dead air we can both talk over. Mm-hmm. <laughs> all your brainstorming. <laughs> I got a Fernando Tatis PSA 10 rookie card for a hundred and ten dollars. Oh. Tatis Jr., not his dad. Not his father. No, I got okay. his dad. Fuck! I look at the listing. It was the, it was the wrong card. No, I got... There's an infamous horizontal rookie card of his. That's really cool. Um, and yeah, I pulled the trigger on it. They normally retail at like 145 150 and that is in mid mid to late October after the Padres have been eliminated. I think it, during the peak of the season, they were getting close to 250 300 So I'm hoping that I buy now. Either keep it because I like him a lot and he's fun and hold on to it for a few years. Um, or sell it at a peak and then buy it at another uh, another valley. Uh, but yeah, so I got. They also do grading. Have I talked to you about this about about sports? Card I know grading? they have grading, and I and I remember re- looking into it at some point because I know like the like the most expensive card is like a one of the most expensive ones is a dual Tom Seaver Nolan Ryan card, and it has like it needs to have I don't know. There's some special grading. Yeah, you send it into these grading companies, and then they grade it on a scale of one to ten normally. Sometimes with some middle grades. And then the so there's the most popular grading company is called PSA. I don't know what that acronym stands for. Um, but a, this is a PSA 10. So a gem mint, a perfect card. And it's a Tatis. And it's nice. It comes in a nice little case. So, yeah, dude. I, Congratulations. I we, thank you. Thank you. <laughs> thank you. <laughs> Congratulate me for my fucking <laughs> dorky ass hobby. <laughs> Can't do that. <laughs> Miranda was not thrilled, but you know, listen, sometimes you got to do what you got to do. It's a financial investment, babe. Yeah, it's true. Yeah, babe, 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 babe. It's a financial. She like has a lighter to the card. She's like um, packing her packing her bags, walking out the door. But it's a financial investment. <laughs> she's, I'm gonna go down the street. She, you're like, she's like, Darren is only, only likes football cards. You're like, what? Who's Darren? You don't know anyone named Darren, right? I was trying to come up with a name that I don't. No, think. I don't know any Darren okay. Ravel, but that's a that's a reporter, not that's a, a reporter. Um, 
Yeah. So how much? I guess that's more than I would have expected. What is what? If you could get any, uh, if you could get any baseball card, what would you get? If I could get any baseball card, what like would from I get? who's your favorite player growing like, up? Like you're saying, one that I would want to invest, like one I would want to hold on to. Ooh, and then okay, would... that's actually two good questions. Yes, one invest, and then one, um, one for personal collection. The PC, as they call it, Brandon. Mm-hmm. Um, Bought this one for PC. Well, one that I was proud of was my PC. I, because Piazza was, of course, my favorite player when I was a kid. Makes a um, lot of sense. Now he's MAGA. But yeah, so... <laughs> Wait, is he really? <laughs> you know this. I don't know this. No, I really didn't Piazza's know Piazza's MAGA, dude. Oh, he, that's so funny. He's so MAGA that he did a uh, he did a commercial for Larry Elder, which, if you don't know, he was the guy that ran uh, against Gavin Newsom in the recall election. Oh, and, you did talk to me about yes, this now. And Piazza yes, and Piazza was like... I was an LA Dodger. It's like, dude, no one, no, you were no, mad, no, dude. No, you can't no, just yeah. like throw that. What are you going to be like <laughs> when DeSantis runs for re-election? You're like, I was a Marlin. Like, what? Yeah, you... <laughs> I was, yeah, I was there for a day. Okay, and <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, so I Piazza Mike was Piazza. my favorite player as a kid, and I um, and I do have a good tops Piazza card from oh, I don't cool. know, like 2004, 2003. That's in good shape. And it has like there's some like silver thing on it that's like All Star 2002 or something, nice. like, that, or something okay. like that on it. That's sick. so I was like that card, um, but it's obviously depreciated because he's MAGA. But uh, no, <laughs> yeah, it has baseball it. card investors famously <laughs> political, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and if but, they were political, famously liberal. <laughs> yes, famously liberal. <laughs> Democrats. Those but uh, but no, it voters. probably is actually appreciated because uh, mm. he's in the Hall of Fame now. But that was one that's as true. a kid. But one that I would want to invest in now. Okay. Was I'm keeping it Mets and I'm keeping it catchers. I would want to get a Francisco Alvarez. Oh, ca- card that's a great answer. Because everything I've heard, it sounds like he's gonna. I mean, I say this, it's and it's the Mets, so I'm like, let's see what happens. But he's supposed to be, uh, you know, the next like tremendous catcher in the majors yeah. and the next him and Adley star, yeah, star catcher uh, um, on the Mets. So I'm very excited for that. Won't be for a couple of years, but I think I would get uh, one of his cards. Okay, so. Let's say you got um, the best investment would be something called a Bowman first autograph. So I'm looking right now at a Francisco Alvarez Chrome Auto is what we're calling it. What do you think it would go for? How much do you think something like that would cost? I'm looking at solds on eBay so we can get a good comp. 175. So uh, one that's not like numbered out of blank. One that's not like of 500 or something sold for 257 two days ago. Oh wow. Yeah, and a PSA nine. Sold for three hundred. So wow. that's expensive. <laughs> that's so expensive. So you could really be. I, that's the thing is, I'm always like, I'm not. I watch these sports card investing videos and like, so you want to buy this? Car, uh, it's a nice five hundred and fifty dollar investment. And I'm like, in what fucking world, dude? That's like one one like uh, surgery away from that being zero dollars. <laughs> like yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, but you know those those like if that were like a Tatis or a uh, Guerrero Junior or Soto or something, those like a twenty thirty thousand dollars guaranteed card, so. ones. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So. Anyway, Dodger right series. Ones, huh? What yeah. do you think? What are you thinking? <laughs> <laughs> so Bring we got it all back home. We're recording Monday. They're back in LA tomorrow. Yes. Euler v. Morton. Game three. Morton is not pitched yet in the series. Um, neither, neither is Bueller. Um, right? Yeah, he hasn't yes. pitched in the series. Um, yes. What do you think? Do you think the the Dodgers can come back from this, or do you think the Braves got this in the bag? Braves in six, baby. Braves in six. Oh wait. Okay, you would know this. Is it two, three, two, one? Wait, two, three, two? No, two, three, two. It is. Okay. Yeah. 
I like how I understood what you were saying. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. For those that are wondering, I'm talking about home and away games. So do yes. the, the Braves play two in Atlanta, then they play three in LA, and then two back in Atlanta. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So they're going to Atlanta no matter what. Yes, guaranteed. If the Bra- if the Dodgers won the next three, they'd still go back to Atlanta. I so. think I think they go back to Atlanta with the I think I think the Braves win in Atlanta. So game six. I'd say Braves in six. That's so you guess. think that the Dodgers the, win two. Dodgers Braves win two take of three one. here. Yep. That's okay. Guess. What do you think? I, I mean, yeah, I think the Braves got this, honestly. I mean, I'm I would be concerned at Dodger Stadium because I think the Dodgers also like I think it's a huge advantage for them to play at Dodger Stadium. I really do because the yes. fans are into it. I mean, yes. not that they're not in Atlanta, but it's like I think that's a huge advantage to play at Dodger Stadium mm-hmm. um, as the Dodgers. So beautiful stadium too. That we I don't know if we talked about that, but that's that's one of my favorite baseball experiences. Honestly, I love going to Dodger Stadium. You know what? I've come around to it. At first, I was not as into it. To be really? honest with you, no way. I've come around to. It. I went to two games this year, and I was like, okay, you know what? I appreciate the charm of it. Yes, San Francisco. San Diego, though, mm-hmm. uh, the, I like those more, Both those much as, more? out of uh, the California stadium. I haven't so. been to any other California stadium, mm. but I heard the Oakland Athletics have the best one. Brandon. Beautiful concrete <laughs> slab. Um, but yeah, I, I'm excited for the rest of the series, though. And I do. Th- I think Braves Nation should be excited. I really do. Because uh, if uh, and their offense also. We have we neglected to mention Freddie Freeman has not been hitting. I think he struck out seven times in a row. Is that right? Yes, absolutely. So yes. Fr- Freddie's not been seven hitting. and then and then a li- like a line out fly out to left field. Imagine if Freddie starts hitting and then Soler can hopefully come back from the COVID IL because you can come. It's not like other yeah. injuries. You can come back like yeah, during the sure. during the series. So if that happens, I mean, I, you have to like that. The if Fre- Freeman in the middle of the lineup with with Riley and Albie's already hitting. Um, yeah. And also, Dansby Swanson has not hit really at all either. Mm-hmm. He got one hit last night, but um, yeah, I mean, if the, if some, uh, just two of those guys could turn it on, then it's like and if Jock stays hot, like yeah, of course. What do you think of the explicit nickname for Jock? Big blank Jock. I'm not. Gonna oh, say I didn't even know. I didn't even know that was a thing. Our but boy, I mean, no, please. I was gonna say Pete Pete Alonzo's is big meat Pete. That's true. So. Same same exact idea. Honestly, so same must idea. Be, uh, talking to Frank Thomas, I guess. I don't know yeah. what's going on with those two. Um, but uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't really like it. I'm going to be honest. I think that word is just too vulgar. It's too for a too aggressive. Big meat yeah. Pete's different because also he's like a chunky guy, so it like can sort of yeah go be double entendre. Direct. Yeah, exactly. But um, yeah, I saw our boy Dylan Short tweeted it out, but he didn't say the 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 male genitalia nickname. He said he put like a rooster emoji. So that's big, fine. Yeah, you can so also I was like, big, that's okay. Big jock, jock. Big big jock, jock. Big jock, jock. <laughs> big jock strap, jock. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Do you think he got called the jock strap when he was a kid? Like definitely, hundred percent, absolutely, right? There's put it no in the way. books. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> put all your yeah, put the house on it. <laughs> you know he did. Um, he would tell you no though. He would. He tell would you t- no. He, no, dude. What? No way, dude. Where's Jock Peterson from? Is he a California kid? California. Yeah, he is. Okay. Hey, Jewish ball player too. Love to see. Is it. he really? Yeah, Jewish ball player. Wow, married since 2018 too. Wow, he's only making five hundred thousand dollars this year. Yeah, Palo Alto. Damn. Wow, he has Poppy. Boy. Poppy is the name of his son, Poppy Jet Peterson, or maybe it's a girl. I don't know. But he's married to a woman named Kelsey Williams. So good all right, for let's. Where do they live? <laughs> okay, yeah. You what give, other uh, info? You give your address, and I'll give Jack Peterson's address <laughs> on the pod. How's that sound? Uh, um, I pulled. I pulled some fun stats though. From I was from just the about to say you did yeah. all this work for the in the rundown, and I'm sitting over here talking about. 
fucking the wives of players, and, and the wives of players, and you know, all the worst <laughs> stuff in the world. So why don't you hit us, Brandon? Hit us okay, with some of these great so stats. So at MLB Stats tweeted that the Braves have the fourth lowest ear, uh, team ERA in single postseason series with 1.54. They had that in the division series against the Brewers, okay, yes, uh, which is good because the company of that I believe was the. Uh, uh, one of the Giants teams that went to the World Series, that won the World Series, excuse me, the uh, 2019 Nationals team that won the World Series, and then yes. another Nationals team that was pretty good. Um, so good company there. Um, and like we said, key is the pitching. If the Braves can keep that going and silence those uh, Dodgers bats, then hey, that's we'll the see. way. That's the ticket. Because, like, I mean, Scherzer looked human, right? Mm-hmm. Um, Urias I mean, was mishandled probably by. Yes. By Dave his, Roberts. Dave, yeah. I almost said, what's his name? <laughs> this is the worst what? baseball podcast yeah. in the world. <laughs> what's his name? <laughs> um, um, yeah, but Gratterall's the dude that scares the, the poop out of me. I know if, like, like that sinker that's, like, 103 miles an hour that just, like, curves right. Like, that's just a beautiful pitch. You got the that's, L, though, last night. I know. So. I know it doesn't, you know, Wait, really matter. Kenley blew it. Did Kenley not blow Kenley it? Kenley blew it, but the runner was uh, Gratterall. Oh, it was Gratterall's yep. fault. Okay. Um, wow, look at you, dude. Look at you. And, you know your shit. You're a pro. Um, all right. And then our boy, Jolly Olive, um, our friend who we... Shout we out great, to Jolly Olive. Great Mets interview a few weeks ago, a few months ago now. Uh, he tweeted that Dodgers have already stolen five bases against Travis Darno in 15 innings. So something for for Braves Nation and Dodgers Nation to watch. Obviously, yes. if the Dodgers get a little more offense, that could become problematic if they're just stealing bases left and right against Darno. Yeah, I know. And also, like, Will Smith, like, uh, Albies and Rosario, I think both have have uh, steals on, on mm-hmm. Will Smith, too, who's, like, obviously a phenomenal offensive catcher. But I know his mm-hmm. – I don't I wonder what, what – statistically, I wonder what his defense is like. I know he's the, – the his reputation is that he's a really good offensive catcher and defense is meh. But I wonder what it's statistically what, – like, what his defensive war is or something. You know what I mean? You're going to look it up? We're going to vamp a little bit? I'm looking it up. Bit? Come on. No, vamp a little bit. Give me a little – give me something here, man. There's Will only Smith, so much I can Doesn't do. Will Smith sort of look like that actor Will Poulter with the eyebrows? You know what I'm oh, talking interesting. about? Yeah. There's they kind of look very similar. And also uh, – No, please. I was going to say that they had the Will Smith v. Will Smith battle on the mound. Uh, oh, at, at, yeah. At, at the game dude, that's a night. good one. That's a so, good one. That's okay, always fun. Standard fielding. Uh, we don't want standard fielding, right? We want like advanced, sp- advanced fielding. Yeah. Uh, advanced batting player value. Bat- I mean, he's had three and a half war this year. So God, he's how old is he? He's a kid, isn't he? He's only played two, se- three seasons. Okay. He's a little baby. Yeah. Geez. Um, it's also weird looking at the 2020, uh, the baseball reference page. Cause you forget that it was a, uh, such a, a, a small season. Okay. I mean, he has positive war as a defender. It's 0.3 okay. defensive war, but you know, it's, you take it. That's nothing. Um, but four war offensively. So just obviously a, a, a great talent. Um, mm-hmm. All right. Do we have one more stat, Brandon? You have one more. Okay. Stat this is start. one I had never seen in my whole life, but I saw baseball reference tweet this out. So bear with me here. I'm listening. According to baseball reference, Austin Riley has, uh, has moved the Braves championship odds up by 10.7% in the NLCS. According to CWPA. That's a stat. I don't know if it's okay. Siwapa. Siwapa. I don't know. I don't know. I'm just saying that. I don't know what it is. But the stands for championship win probability added, which is a Champion. real stat. Oh, on, on I've base- seen this. You know this? Yeah, because Foolish Baseball, that uh, YouTuber I like, who I'm going to hopefully try to get on the podcast maybe, maybe for our Braves preview we can get him on. Um, he's a big Braves fan, and he did a whole video about which single play in baseball history has the greatest increase in chance of a championship game. 
Um, oh, that's so fun. maybe we'll link that. I don't know. There's no way he even. He's also the one that tweeted about the fantasy baseball novels, the romance novels, the horny baseball novels. Oh, which, okay. Which he's he's that type of guy. <laughs> he's that kind of guy. He's horny and he loves statistics. <laughs> um, he. Uh, I told you my mom texted me about that, right? Shout out to my mom. Oh, she said no horny books. She said no horny books. Let's look at the exact. No horny baseball book podcast. Why don't you go back to teaching us things? Um, which you know <laughs> we mom, did. We taught real... we taught mom about Ben Shapiro today. That's true, yeah. Also, Mom, you might be barking up the wrong tree. We're not exactly the two brightest bulbs when it comes to baseball talk. <laughs> We're doing our best here, Brandon. And part of that best is uh, doing a power hour and embarrassing ourselves and recording it and putting it on the internet. So I wonder if that'll be the most shame my parents have felt in that moment. <laughs> well, we got to ask them. Let's do a poll. We'll do a poll, yeah. Top 10 most shameful moments of Sam Clark's life. Um, there's not even 10 options, Brandon. <laughs> There's a there, there's a litany. Don't lie. <laughs> um, all right, we should move along. We're actually uh, you have the ability to tell how long we've talked for. How long have we talked for? Oh, I do have that ability. We have talked for 44 minutes. Okay, so we're doing pretty good. I was worried we weren't going to have enough. Good. Time. We, we can just bullshit. Brandon. It'll be fine. <laughs> um, all right, moving right along. Uh, we're not going to recap the Red Sox and Astros series because one, we talked enough about it already by saying there's two Grand Slams, three Grand mm-hmm. Slams in total now. Um, and we think the and Sox also, are going to win. Yeah, we think the Sox are going to win. And like, I don't know. I don't. Those these are two teams I don't like. These are two teams I actively dislike. So, I guess the Red Sox are pretty uh, neutral for me in the grand scheme of things. But like, ugh, dude, but know, Dusty man. man, he's got the toothpick. <laughs> you love the toothpick. Are you going to uh, do the Joker to Dusty Baker and like take the pencil and and Dark Knight and be like, I can make this disappear with his toothpick, <laughs> kill Dusty Baker? <laughs> I would never do that. <laughs> I'm not, I'm not going to threaten Dusty Baker on our baseball podcast, you sick bastard. No, I wouldn't expect you to do that. I'm just joking. Brandon, did you see the new Batman trailer? <laughs> I did see the new Yeah, what would you think of it? <laughs> it was fine, dude. Whatever. Who yeah. cares anymore? I mean, I, I'd rather watch that than any, like, uh, any Marvel Marvel bullshit. You know what yeah, I mean? I'm, like, I'm kind of on board with you on that. I um, I I thought it was like... I don't know. There's, it's so hard to take this shit seriously. Like, there's a moment where he goes, they're, they're like, who are you? And he goes, I am vengeance. And I'm like, Dude, okay. Oh didn't that, wasn't God. that in the other six movies? Like, yeah, I'm sorry. Like, I know the, 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 I like how the move was like, we're going to cast like really like great. They're always great actors, but we're yes, going to cast like yeah. darlings, like yes. indie darlings right indie now. Darlings, yes. And uh, Paul Dano, Pattinson, Zoe Kravitz. Kravitz. Yeah. And it's like, yes, it looks great, but it's like, we've, we just we just saw this, dude. We just We're over saw, it. I know. We're over I know. it. And it's like they want to do a horror movie spin, but there's like I don't know. There's just yeah. There's only so many things you can do with the Batman movies, and it was like the the Dark Knight. Obviously, was so like that whole Christopher Nolan series was so influential because of the spin on it. And now they're like, let's go even darker. And I'm like, I don't know. Maybe I just don't want to. I don't need to see this anymore. Like it felt like we went so long without superhero movies, and then the Tobey Maguire Spider Man came in, and it just all all started pouring out. So give us Toby. Give us Toby. That's all we want, people. Give Come on. Toby. Give us Toby. Um, I still love those movies. Oh, they're the I best ones. The best yeah. of any of the superhero ones. Throw the other, all the other ones in the trash. Throw the Dark Knight in the trash. Give us Toby, all three. All three. We want Toby as Batman. We want Toby as Superman. <laughs> we want Get, Toby you know, give us Dusty Baker Greenland. as Spider-Man. <laughs> <laughs> I want to see Dusty Baker as the Joker. His <laughs> <laughs> toothpick. Yeah. You want to know how I got those scars? The toothpick, I think, what? I'd yeah. assume. What? You're playing with that too dangerously. All right, Brandon, moving right along. Um, we're to 60-second stories. 
Brandon, if you're new to the pod and you're a big dumb moron, 60 Second Stories is where Brandon and I each tell one story that is 60 seconds in length, no more, no less, except after the timer goes off, we normally allow some sort of wrap-up. Brandon, please start us off. Do you have a 60-second story sure, in mind Sure, why not? Yeah. All right, sounds good. And away we go. Uh, so, as we established, I am on a, a co-ed softball team that you used mm-hmm. to play on. Um, mm-hmm. We had a doubleheader on Sunday. So the first game, uh, the other team only had eight players, so they had no second baseman. Okay. So we were actually winning. We were winning like 16-8. And then they came back in like the second to last inning. We don't do like full nine innings. It was like the fifth inning. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And they came back, and it was like 16-13. to 13, And we're like, mm, okay, this is a little embarrassing. That's a lot. And then um, it was 16-13, and I was we were up to bat, and I was standing as the first base coach, and I heard in the dugout... Okay. Um, there was like one one of the outfielders wasn't going out there and she was on the phone like having a family emergency like she was oh, like do, god. I, do I need to come now oh, and like god. she definitely chose the game over <laughs> over whatever <laughs> oh, no. the emergency was because she went back out there and then they ended up tying us and there was a controversial controversial play at first mm-hmm, um mm-hmm. and they tied it and it should have been the extra innings rule which is just total number bases all right, hey, Brandon, sorry, you run out of time. No more, uh, no more story. Just kidding. Which please, should have been continue. total number bases, which is like you send up your three power hitters and yeah, you see how many total bases you can get, which uh-huh. we never did extra innings when you played. It no, never happened. No, we never did that. Um, but then the woman was like, I have to go. So then we couldn't play and we just got the win. <laughs> oh, hey, listen, you'll take a W anyway. You can get it. I'll take baby. the W. And then uh, our second game, actually, uh, the other team didn't show up. So we just, did, we just did a practice game, and I got drilled in the back by someone who was playing third base who shouldn't have been playing third base. Oh. And I was running to first, and now I've got a big old bruise on my back. So They missed, they missed you? Well, I knew because we were they all playing out of position because it was just a practice. So we're like, oh, let's mix up the positions. And yeah, I was we'll running to first base. And I knew I in my brain I was like he throws poorly keep an eye out and I saw it in the corner of my eye so I peeled off I didn't even go to the base I was like I'm peeling off because it's gonna hit me yeah and it just followed me it <laughs> still... just drilled me in the back <laughs> so uh, I got a big old bruise there so are you okay did it hurt a lot it was like more like startling I was definitely I like crouched for like a few minutes and the weird thing was the dude that threw it didn't ask me if I was okay no you know way. what I mean and Wait, I, I thought about him? that later no no you don't know him. new guy damn okay. So wanna say, wanna I'm going to remember that. Want to say his full name and social security number on the pod? Hey, you know what? I definitely have his birthday. So I'm going <laughs> to. Okay. All right. Half the battle. How do you know this guy? He's not an athlete, I guess. It was friend to friend. You know, what's funny. He's extremely athletic and very fast, but he plays the outfield a lot. And when the ball comes near him, he just like crumbles like he an panics. accordion. He just he like, didn't... he just like melts in the outfield. If you didn't play baseball growing up, like. It's yeah. weird, right? It's weird. It just seems like the hardest thing to naturally pick up. Very it's strange. very weird. You ne- there really was some like I don't know what it's kinesthetics or some like body mm, movement okay. thing that you need to learn. I like, as, like kinesthetics. Kids. That's fine. Is that right? I don't know if that's right. No, I think that's good. <laughs> All right, Brandon, my turn. You know what? Do you have your phone handy? Yeah. Why don't you do the timer for my story? This okay. Time? I don't know if mine goes beep beep beep. I think it does though. Hmm. Okay. Well, if it doesn't go beep beep beep, then you have to do your best impression of the alarm that you could possibly hey, do. You got Does that seem fair? So fair. Okay. I also bought uh, three baseball cards today. I forgot to tell you that. So. Oh, well, you told me about the... I told the you about the Tatis, Tatis. yeah, but I brought okay. Yidi Cape. or Cape. Oh, yeah, you love Yidi I Kappa. bought some more of him, so, you know, stocking Ready? up in case he goes big. Yeah, baby, turn it on. And oh, wait, 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 go, go. All right, Brandon, so I'm going to throw back. This is a bit of a throwback story, um, and I thought of it because we were talking about my mom earlier, and I think this is up there with the most mad I've ever seen my mom at me. <laughs> So maybe this is what have made the list of top 10 most shameful moments. But to kind of set the scene, when I was in eighth grade, I broke my arm 
snowboarding. I was in Utah, and on Christmas Eve, on the last hill of the day, I broke my arm. Um, and so I had to wear a cast for like, I don't know, three to six months. How long do you wear a cast? Three, four months? Uh, who knows? Never broke a bone. Never broke a bone. But um, I was going through this weird phase where I was worried as a, as a child I wasn't going to have enough memories as, like, uh, as an adult. And uh, oh, I'm so bad at keeping up these times. Um, and I was and I was like trying to do crazy stuff to tell stories. So like I, I, I talked to my uncle and he told me all these great stories of his childhood and teenage years. And I was like, I'm never going to have any of these. I got to start doing more crazy stuff, which is, you know, an awful, awful take. So I convinced my friends to put a ladder up on the roof and jump. OK, three, two, one. There's a beep. What was that? Was that like, <laughs> I don't know if it got picked up on the bike, but what? what oh, what, you didn't hear that? No, 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 no. What was it's it? It's a weird sea shanty jig. Okay, all right. I, I don't like know. That. I didn't set it. Um, but I was on. I climbed the roof, ladder up to the roof. Had this thing that I used to shower, so I could like the cast wouldn't take on water. I would like cover my arm, and I uh, jump. I'm ready to jump from the roof into my pool with already a broken arm. Like a you know eighth graders are the dumbest people in the world. Um, and out comes my mom. And it was the classic, all your friends are going home right now, move. <laughs> Just like, <laughs> come down. That's Everybody funny. call their parents. You're getting picked up or I'm dropping you off. All it's all over. You blew it, and I was just the I think one of the more one of the more uh, upset moments I've ever seen with my mom. So that's funny. Wait, you're on the roof. I was Is on the roof, jumping from the roof into the pool. Into oh, the you're doing the almost famous. Yeah, I was doing the almost. Famous. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a golden god, right? Yeah, exactly. Um, so yeah, that was. I don't know why that story came to my brain. We were talking about my mom, and I was just thinking of top ten most shameful moments. Uh, and that 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 was definitely not shameful. Probably pretty proud that her son was such a badass, if you ask me. <laughs> um, uh, I think you're a badass. You know what? And I think you should have jumped. Then I think, yeah, I, probably I think it should have been higher, and I think it should have been concrete underneath. I'm kidding. Hey, I love Brandon, you. Oh I'm my just God. a bit. Hey, it's a bit. Come on, I'm kidding. Do you remember that, like, uh, like fourth through eighth grade, where everybody was just trying? Jackass was so popular. Everybody was just trying to do jackass stunts all oh, the time. Oh God! And what's when everyone's in skate into skateboarding too? Cause yeah, of Pam just, yeah, yeah. I just like. Really, just a, an insane crossover. Amazing more children didn't die during that period of time. Yeah, that's why they had to put the, the thing with the skull and, like, the... the um, oh, the cross crutches. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And they'd be like, don't do this at home. And everyone was like, okay, I'm going to uh, do it now. Uh, yeah, I, please. Like, I would never do this. Um, all right, Brandon. We're, we're, we were supposed to have a short show today, and we're going long. But we're just going to go real quick to my favorite segment, Dagramadoe. <laughs> Week. We got uh, Austin Riley, of course, uh, game-winning and a game-tying hit, game one and game two of the championship Just absolutely series. On fire. Honestly, the man is probably, you know, because a lot of times these players put their, because uh, I don't know how many people, if you're if you're an AL West fan, if you're just a casual fan, I don't know how much you know about Austin Riley, but I think now, hopefully, he put his name on the map and he's going to be somebody who's going to wreak havoc in the NL East and, and have a name for himself throughout Major League Baseball from here on out. Yeah, I think he's I, – I, we've talked about this on this podcast already, but, like, Austin Riley just, like, finally having the breakthrough is one of those heartwarming moments because there's just when, – when prospects don't reach their ceiling, you feel bad for them, obviously. You feel bad for the team. It's just, like, such a weird situation to see Riley finally starting to really get into his own. I saw Cespedes Family Barbecue, that baseball Twitter mm-hmm. account, post a poll. It was, who would you rather have, Kyle Tucker or Austin Riley? Oh. Um, and I think I think it was literally 51% to 49%. <laughs> it was just the most – Pro-Riley? Pro Riley, yeah, sorry, pro Riley. So Riley won by one percent. So I think maybe his performance this last week kind of bumped it, gave him that a little extra advantage. I think so. I think if you did it a few months ago, I don't think it would have uh, no fallen but, that way. But like, I mean, obviously, you and I follow the the division, so it's it, it it makes it a little bit easier. But this is a 
It's been a good season for him. It's been a good season for him. So yeah, congratulations, Austin Riley. You get the Degrom of the week. Degrom of the week. All right, Brandon. We're powering through feast or famine. The the segment famously with no intro. But if it did have one, it would go bum, 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 Feaster Famine. Yeah, you get it, Brandon. Why don't you tell me your Feast of the Week, buddy? Uh, my Feast, and it's also your Feast. We share uh, this Feast, We yes. share this Feast because there's nothing more important. Uh, Major League Baseball announced that they're going to be housing all minor leaguers for the 2022 season. Let's Amazing. Go. Great work to everyone who organized and also the Major League players for wearing the fair ball bracelets because I think that was also a big push for major yes. baseball to do that i completely so I think agree that's it awesome. does seem like that was the um, a huge turning point for for this whole year it feels like it was a huge turning point where the dialogue finally started and and owners were listening and slowly stepping up on their own but as we see with any business unless there's like <laughs> strict restrictions and rules put in place that they're going to do whatever makes them the most money so uh this is a really good move i'm i'm, I'm more than happy to see it yeah me too i mean it, it's exciting hopefully I'm sure that there still needs to be other things addressed, like meal stipends and pay. Yeah. I don't think they pay addressed specifically, that in this. I think too is important. I don't think they addressed that in in uh, in this announcement, but uh, but you know, th- there's more to come hopefully. So keep on fighting people, and also a uh, big shout out to the advocates for minor leaguers Twitter yeah, account too, because I think a that's Twitter also account. a, a yeah. big uh, um, big part of this. Yeah, it's just it's just a problem that I didn't know about <laughs> until social media yeah. existed, and there's been a lot of that for uh, for a lot of people I think over the last like ten years. Where uh, social media specifically has allowed people to to show things that may have uh, been upsetting or frustrating or angering them. Man, I'm not doing this one well. Well, no, no, you are, you are. We, we, <laughs> to, we uh, um, to, yeah, to a greater light. Like, there's just obviously injustices from the smallest ones to the largest ones being put on a public platform for the first time, and this is an example of that. And our uh, and hopefully our minor league boys are going to continue uh, fighting for their rights and hopefully unionize soon. But Brandon, I saw one guy, and this was not even something I knew existed. Who who's was anti this? Who's anti housing for minor leaguers? <laughs> and his thing was that he was he didn't want to have to give up. His uh, like rent a minor leaguer, which I didn't know was a thing, but apparently you can offer your house or extra bedroom to oh, a minor leaguer. Oh yes, that's right. So it's like I think that was uh, the Third Amendment: uh, no quartering your minor leaguers. <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, so you like that one? You like that, that was one? Brandon. Stupid. I like that. That was funny. <laughs> fun. Um, stupid. That's positive. Fun. Stupid. stupid. Very similar to my Yal Gadot joke. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Um, but yeah, I was like, okay, buddy. But I think there's something a little bit more important than your weird little I get a house a minor leaguer thing. So why don't you calm down? But come on, that, I got big strong men in my basement, <laughs> and they pay me three hundred a month. Come on, tell me that isn't a good deal. Um, <laughs> very, I guess yeah. In hindsight, a little suspect. Um, but all right, Brandon, give us your famine of the week. Uh, my famine is old news now, but Game Five of the Giants, uh, Dodgers. And LCS, the check swing on Wilmer Flores, Gabe Morales, uh, calling it a swing when that shit was not a swing at all. That was not a swing. And also, I don't know if you saw, but on his Wikipedia page, it said he grew up an avid Dodgers fan, which I don't think that's biased. I'm trying to accuse him of favoritism because obviously that's wild really an unbiased yeah you're supposed to be an unbiased uh uh, force on, on the field umpire on the field so however that man come on the season yeah. cannot end like that i mean obviously cannot. yes it probably doesn't look good for you know having scherzer on the mound wilmer flores up but it's like hey man wilmer as we know has the flair for the dramatic and anyone at any time could do can do something dramatic in baseball so like i feel like ugh, 
I don't know. It's just frustrating because there's there isn't really any rules. I think the rule of thumb from what I read is the bat has to cross your front hip, which rumors yes. did not. So it's just upsetting because God, you can't imagine ending a World Series like that. I mean, that's close to being that, but uh, just frustrating. I mean, yeah, totally hopefully it's the closest we ever get. I uh, I always grew up with the uh, the my understanding of the rule it being just whatever fifty percent is. If it's over halfway, mm-hmm. if it feels like he went more than fifty percent of a swing, then that's what counted. Which I know is like a really weird thing to. It's, that yeah. still makes it pretty subjective. But well, yeah, uh, well, it's weird because also everyone has different batting stances, and that's true. Also, like where, I guess so. yeah, front hit makes a lot of sense to me. That yeah, the, yeah, it made sense to me too like when I read that. Or and Albies that are standing out of the box. Yeah, <laughs> with their front leg out of the box but all right brandon i don't have a famine this week other than that i'm sad that the baseball season is wrapping up buddy i'm just sad the baseball season is wrapping but up. but we got the hot stove coming we up do. we got the hot stove uh speaking of hot stove i haven't made dinner yet so when uh when we log off and you send me my audio or your audio i'm going to be making dinner so that's exciting hey what are you gonna make i've been making i found a, a mimic recipe for halal chicken i don't know uh if oh, you're familiar. Nice. and so i've been making some halal chicken so that's what i'll be doing what makes it halal? It's just like it's like the hmm. type of isn't it like kosher where it's like they they uh, kill a great question. the chicken humanely, isn't that? Well, I killed part the chicken of it humanely, so that was exciting. But um, <laughs> no, I did. You found, uh, you found a Brooklyn chicken hanging out. And you <laughs> I was like, it. "Sorry, buddy, this is your unlucky yeah. day." Um, I think I think it's uh, I don't know. <laughs> it's the halal guys. You've heard of the halal guys. And yeah, so I of their chicken. So. Well, you know what I mean. It's like kosher yeah. halal. I, I I don't know. know. I mean, it's a uh, it's a lot of garlic, lemon. Um, what else is in there? Oregano, cumin seeds, and then I'm thinking cloves. Cloves is a big one of the big mm-hmm. spices. But you need a mortar and pestle to kind of pestle to kind of like get the uh, the spices grinded. And I don't have one, so we'll see how it turns out. But I did it last you, week. And it use your out fist. So. <laughs> yeah. Ah, bah, bah, bah. Just punch, punch, the, out of it. punch the spices. Um, all right, Brandon, moving right along. We're doing a, one of my favorite segments, our feature future fans. So we get some shout outs to some people we're a fan of and hope that they will be a fan of ours as well. Brandon, you you accumulated the list today. Why don't you give us one of your little things? Yeah, we got some. We got Braves Nation. Obviously, they're the they're the one NL East team still going strong. We got Paul at Brave Stats posting some fun Brave Stats. I think he retweeted my Siwapa. Whoa! Okay, my, that's exciting. My Siwapa C- C- Austin Riley uh, uh, stat that I that I pulled earlier. I love from that baseball I love reference. That. So I, I found, saw that from him. Um, Dren at Dren Braves, great Braves fan, great follow there. Um, and Doctor Bobble, who I believe makes custom bobbleheads, dude, and is that's a Braves so fan. Great, I love that so much. I I, uh, did, I wonder if they take requests, dude. We Dr. should get it. We should get bobbleheads of us. That's what I'm saying, Doctor Bobble. Do- Doctor Bobble, okay. Twitter. I'm gonna see. I'm gonna check his Twitter account right now. There's a there's a great comedy Bang Bang character that uh that plays the what is it? It's the the owner of the Bobblehead Hall of Fame Museum. Oh, yes, I'm funny. a doctor. I collect, restore, and custom bobbleheads. Extreme Christmas fan. Oh, that's interesting. Well, you know what? Wow, wow. He has so many bobbleheads. This is a dream. Oh my God. He has big bobbleheads too. He has this just pinned profile picture or profile tweet. It's like a. A humongous Jimmer Jones bobblehead. It looks life size. That's so fun. Um, well, hell yeah! Shout out to them and Brandon. I come bearing good news. I come bearing good news. Yes, we have a podcast review for the first time since July. 
2021. Is it a relative? Is it a friend? It is not a relative. It is a friend. A friend of the pod, actually. Now, I am making a bit of assumption because there's no last name attached to this review, but it's RM17. So you do you you take that what you will. Mm-hmm. A lovely five-star review said, these guys rock, must listen for fun baseball talk and more. So huge shout-out to RM and Just Baseball. Uh, we gave them a, a full shout-out last week, but, uh, but continue to do so. They're great. We can't wait to have RM back on the podcast. Thank you so much, my friend, for leaving a review. That's how the baseball mafia works, you know? You scratch <laughs> our back, we scratch your back, you know? I've started uh, listening to the Sopranos podcast where it's like two of the actors review. Oh, yeah, Michael Imperioli and yeah. Sharipa. And Bobby Bacala. I don't know. Yeah, what Bobby, like. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, it's really funny. Their audio quality is so bad for two millionaires. <laughs> I don't Dude, understand. that's so funny. I was listening to another podcast recently that's like a well-known baseball one, and I was also like, does Sam and I just sound good? Like, what I, happened? I don't care. Listen... <laughs> I know very few things, Brandon. One of the things I do know about is high-quality audio, baby. So you're an audiophile. I'm an audiophile. So, uh, yeah, I, I think that we were able to get it down. But, Brandon, we have no emails. Unfortunately, no emails this week. But if you want to email us, you can send it to nlfeast at gmail.com. I, but Cam, why did I say it like that? Cam. Uh, and it, that's going to have to re. I'm going to have to take that one back. That's nlfeastpod at gmail.com. I always mix it up. Brandon, why don't you plug some stuff and we can get the hell out of here. We're probably, what, batting on an hour right now? Knocking on the door 104, I think, yeah. So uh, at Brando Grosso, you can follow me for nonsense tweets and uh, <laughs> and other than baseball-related things sometimes. You're more, you're more sports-related tweets than I am. That's true. Maybe I should tweet out my Gal Gadot, Y'all Gadot tweet, though. What do do you think, it, Brandon? dude. Okay. Um, that's uh, at NL Feast Sam for me. Follow the podcast at NL Feast on Twitter. And Brandon, I think that does it for us. Anything else before we get out of here? Dude, I just tweeted your Y'all Gadot joke, and I have <laughs> a thousand retweets. <laughs> no, so cursed. All right, Brandon. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.